0: No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just gonna keep you right where you at right now. Shut up, it doesn't matter what you say. Oh, the Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. As you can see right there, you can follow me on all social media platforms at Brian H. Waters, and also be sure to like and subscribe to the Wrestling Realm. Just simply go to at Wrestling Realm. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Folks, before we get started, we must honor a legend. Today, unfortunately, we found out of the death of Road warrior animal he passed away at 60 years old not fully sure on the details of his death but if you are a wrestling fan or perhaps you wasn't a wrestling fan he and his late partner hawk were two guys that transcended the business and what i mean by that is they were two people that you knew regardless People would say the road wars, and you knew exactly who they was. True confession, growing up as a WWE guy, I knew them as the Legion of Doom first. I remember, and when I say remember, I mean getting to the point in my age now where I'm retaining and um, remembering everything that I'm seeing in pro wrestling. So we're talking you know, about that age of four and five when they were in the WWE. And that's when I, you know, really got to understand who were the Legion of doom. I didn't know until later, you know, I would hear still, I still hear people refer to them as the road warriors. And then obviously they would go, you know, they would leave and I would hear people talking about them, but they would come back and they would be LOD. Then it was LOD 2000. Um, but, That was the WWE's way. They wanted them to be the Legion of Doom, but everybody knows them more so as the Road Warriors. And we found out that the last remaining member of the Road Warriors passed away, that being Road Warrior Animal. Um, I never met him, never seen him in person, but I have a lot of people I know, a lot of good friends who met him and all i've heard today was a lot of people saying that he was willing to share his knowledge on the business we're willing to talk to people about wrestling and you he was just one of those people that you just wanted to pull up a chair and listen so he will certainly be missed in the world of pro wrestling folks it's time to start the show off with something we haven't started off with in a while and that being the tapped out here's our tapped out segment of the week the tapped out is reserved for something that i didn't like and the reason why i'm reintroducing this because there's been a lot of new fans and perhaps those fans have never heard of the tapped out so this week's tapped out folks is simply the retribution we don't need it (laughs) i don't see how the wwe's superstars that's a part of this bounce back now i'm not booking i don't know the long-term plans but i tell you this i've seen factions in my 30-plus years of watching wrestling, I've seen factions come and go. I've seen some that, like, oh, okay, that work. Okay, this person is a star. But I don't know. Now, you know, Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez, two people that I'm very huge fans of, are a part of it. So, and from a personal standpoint, I'm going to root for this group. Meaning I'm going to root that it, root for it to be successful. But from the day one, when the way it was presented, I just didn't see any positive coming out of it. And I was hoping I was wrong. I was hoping I was wrong. But then, folks, they came up with the names. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up because it's been a long day. Um, and I know some of the okay. Yep, it just all came back to me. But the names are as follows: T Bar, Mace, and Slapjack. T Bar, Mace, and Slapjack. That is why that is on the Tapped Out with names like that. What in the world? Would you do? Now, I started to load this up in the graphic. um, But as I was preparing for the show, I honestly forgot about it. But guess what? There's a phone because, you know, a thing called a group chat. That's what you tend to do is talk wrestling. So there's a video, I mean, a a meme going out there. And it asks you about your retribution Find your retribution name. this was created by PPW Parody Pro Wrestling. So I'm not going to go through all the names. But you know what? Let's have fun. So I'll reveal mine. And my name would be Tough Chess. Or Tough Chess. And that is because I was born in the month of August. And this is the seventh day I was born. But if we was to have some fun, let's see. What would the wrestling realm be? We're going to go. We're just for the sake of this, we're going to say that our birthday is June 1st. Let's have fun, right? And the wrestling realm's name would be Hammerslash. So, yeah, June 1st would be Hammerslash. I don't know what they were thinking, but you know, I'm, and I usually don't do this during the show, but this is the reason why, because they wanted to troll us. So, I felt a need to troll Vince McMahon. And because I felt the need to troll him, um, I figured, you know what? I'm going to put his face. Now, some of you may remember. (laughs) Some of you may remember Aaliyah. And we need a resolution. So because I have Photoshop skills, I decided that I was going to take the Aaliyah picture from We Need a Resolution one of the screenshots I found and use Benny Mac's face. This is no disrespect to Aaliyah, just our good, you know, the good podcast over there on, you know, Conrad Thompson he tends to do that a lot. Well, this graphics guy. Tend to do that a lot. So I said, you know what? I'm going to have fun. I'm going to throw on Aaliyah's face. Throw Vince McMahon's face over Aaliyah's front. We need a resolution. But we don't need a retribution. We don't. I, I don't know where they're going with this. It just makes no sense to me. It doesn't. So we shall see. Um... We Move on, you know, we got the AEW tonight. We saw Cody Rhodes return, or I should say Cody. He returned to make his presence known after Brody Lee uh, defended his uh, championship against Freshly Squeezed. I like the new look. Cody had the black hair. He looked more serious. I wasn't really feeling blonde Cody. I'm not going to lie, but the black Cody, he looks, he looks like a a, a main eventer. I know they have that clause where he can't challenge for the championship. No, get rid of it. Wrestling has memory lapse all the time. Get rid of it. We don't need it. Cody needs to be in the championship picture. This Moxley experiment. I believe it's almost a year old now, and quite frankly, it's annoying. It's not fun. So no, so it'll be it's coming up. It's not a year yet, but it's not fun. Bottom line. Um, I don't need John Moxley as AEW champion, uh, in the main event. He was supposed to be defending the championship against Lance Archer. I heard Lance Archer had COVID. I didn't get a chance to really do the research, to be honest with you. So, but yeah, I heard he had COVID and therefore he couldn't obviously be there. So, therefore, we saw uh, Eddie Kingston challenge for the championship and we already knew Kingston wasn't winning. But, and then we, you know, the Dark Order would take care of Moxley. So, what's this deal with the Mysterio family? Another thing I'm not feeling. Uh, Ray Mysterio, uh, just goes ahead and insults his daughter in front of hundreds of people in the Thunderdome and says, you know, she's naive as he's talking to Seth Rollins. He could I mean, come on, dude, could have used better choices and this is going to lead, you know, the whole custody battle. I'm like, why, why, you know, that made no sense. It was no point. We've been there before. We all know, you know, he was trying to do this whole thing with Dominic. As like, look at Dominic and look at you. We know, Dom, you know, that was the storyline before. Why do we care and why are we obsessed with raised kids not being raised kids? They're raised kids. Leave it alone. It's that simple. So on that note, I'm going to take a break. And uh, Yeah, I'm going to take a break. Uh, and let's see. Where are we doing? Oh, yeah. Just to let you know, um, you may miss last week's show where I had my good friend Amber Rodriguez and her newly manager straight from Elevate Pro Wrestling, Brittany Nicoleon. So if you missed it, here's a clip from that episode as Brittany discusses women's wrestling at Elevate Pro. It is a specific budget just for the women alone just because I want to make sure that I have enough to give to the women and be able to have more than just you know, two women in an entire show. So, I'm, I'm working on that kind of thing, and it's. But yeah, I mean, anybody can. But I mean, sure, they can come try to get the belt, but like, I, I eh, whatever. And, and we're gonna have the belt. <laughs> I, <could> just, <laughs> I could just step in and say like, it's so nice and refreshing to have a company that's not only female owned, but You know, even because Ben too, like they're so passionate about women's wrestling and it's just refreshing because I've done shows where the promoter like didn't even watch my match, like didn't even care. You know what I mean? And like, it's like I wasn't even there, you know, like we're given like five minutes, you know what I mean? So it's so refreshing and nice to work somewhere. Yeah. It's so nice to work somewhere where like you feel appreciated. Like you feel like you want your boss to care. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back. So make sure if you missed that episode, so in the archives, make sure you check it out. You can check it out right after this one. You know, sit down, take your time, binge watch the wrestling realm. Got a lot of great content on here. And if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you go ahead, hit the subscribe button and then go into YouTube because there's some stuff on YouTube that you will get there that you will not get here. But remember... All of the content is free. So go ahead and support the wrestling realm. I'm going to get into a couple things. Sasha Bailey, last week, we saw Sasha Banks for the first time since being attacked by Bailey. And I have to say, one, I understand why they did it. But let's not act like the women's division hasn't hit a rock bottom since... Since Sasha and Bailey hasn't been on television, it's not the same. You don't see Bailey, and, you don't see, there's not like it, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are must-see television. I'ma be honest with you, and some people may disagree. Asuka isn't being must-see television. And that's not her fault though. The fault there with Oscar is you don't believe that anybody you put in the ring can beat her. If Becky was there or Charlotte was there, even if Sasha and Bailey were chasing her, you believe they can beat her. You don't believe the Iconics or the group formerly known as the Iconics going to beat her. You don't believe Mickey James is going to beat her. You don't believe Natalia or L- Lana. And I hate to say this, but do we really believe? That Zelina Vega's going to beat her? Now, I tell you this. If Ruby Riot Take away Liv Morgan. Ruby Riot the way she was presented, was in this. Shayna Baszler was focused on Asuka instead of in the tag titles. Or if Bianca Belair, consider what she's done, those are believable matchups. So, it's not Asuka's fault at all. It's just that none of her is not believable. That any of her opponents will defeat her. So we move, we look at um, you know, we look at that. But Sasha and Bailey, back to the point. Sasha went out there. So before this happened, I said, look, all I know is Sasha better not show up at the Thunderdome without a neck brace. And sure mm-hmm. enough, she was at the performance center with a neck brace. And she was attacked by Bailey, and you see that this is personal. And Sasha was still trying to say, she was still trying to hold face that she was not going to attack Bailey. But now because Bailey did what she's did, she's going to have to take her most precious gift. She's going to have to take that women's championship. So, I don't know when this match is gonna happen, but I hope it's when we least expect it. And what I mean is Sasha goes away for a while, heals, and then boom, shows up, breaks the internet. Oh my gosh, Sasha. I don't wanna see no rumors from Meltzer. I don't wanna see no um articles from Satin. I don't wanna see none of that. I just wanna see her show up and attack Bailey. I don't get why people who work for the WWE feel the need to spoil content for the consumer. I don't understand why they feel the need to give this information to the Meltzers of the world and say, hey, this is what's going to happen. You would think that if you're a WWE fan and you've been a lifelong fan, that you would do what you're told to do not like you're working at a company that you didn't hear of when you were little. You know, you're working for the E. Why do you people feel the need to spoil crap? I don't get it. So, um, tonight on NXT, we saw that Candice LeRae will take on Io Shirai at the next takeover. Her and her husband, Johnny Gargano, who's going to take on Damian Priest, at the next takeover, have an opportunity to be the couples with the belts. Who knows what happens? I have to say this: Damian Priest, he has a cool factor about him, and I feel like he's starting to kind of find his swag. A lot of the stuff he's doing, I was kind of hoping Roman did a couple of years ago when he was forcing him down the throat. You know, kind of be that smooth talker, that party guy. You know, he's got. So I, I I'm kind of liking. Where he's going with this I don't pay attention to him as much But now I think I'm going to start But, yeah, I think I, I like what they're doing with him um, Raw Underground, there was another dud And the reason why I say this Because you had Braun Strowman and Dabo on On uh, the Kevin Owens show And that was supposed to be like this big matchup But it just felt like thrown away so I'm not, I don't know, man. Like, Raw was just, ugh, it was all over the place. And I admit, I went back and watched it. I didn't watch it in real time, but it's like, did I, I, I kind of wasted space on my digital recording, digital um, video recorder, <laughs> my DVR. I feel like I wasted space on that. So, but I'm going to go ahead and take another break. um, And then I'm going to come back. With my official Night of Champion predictions. But before I go there, you may know that I do have another podcast called Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling. It's on another network, it's my network, B Waters Productions. But if you go there and subscribe, you can get conversations where I introduce the world to my network of great people sharing their stories. This week, I have a good friend of mine who's an NBA agent a fellow city college grad, my boy, Anthony Johnson. He's like I said, certified NBA agent. So he talks about the story for anybody out there who wants to become an agent. You can learn on this episode. But I also did a show called Breaking Through the Glass Ceilings with Uncomfortable Conversations. And with that, what I did was I discussed something that's very dear to me, and that's for men, especially a lot of you wrestling fans, stop disrespecting women in sports. Here's a clip of that show. I'll be back after this. I wanted to discuss this because, like I said, the subject really bothered me. Um, I'm just tired of it, and I'm going to continue to clap back on social media. I'm going to continue to speak up, and if I see male colleagues, I'm going to call them out, you know, One thing we have to do is stop saying, quote-unquote, referring to women as females, using it as a noun. You know, um, don't be out there like, oh, them females, them females this, them females that. No, you don't say those males, they're women, so put some respect on their name. You can refer to females as objects, meaning animals, plants. If if they do have female plants, I fail biology, so that's why I'm folks on this subject. Like I said, it was um, it was bothering me. I was irritated, and I've said it's time for an uncomfortable conversation. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you subscribe to Breaking Through the Glass Ceilings on all podcast platforms. Um, You know, I was reading something online earlier, and it was a quote. And this is what happens if you don't click the articles. You get one thing in your mind. So the headline said, Alexa Bliss says, Essentially, women laid down for Ronda Rousey to make her look good. I was like, oh, well, yeah, Is Alexa takes shots. But I read the article and I know she had just came out with a new podcast. I hadn't had a chance to listen to it yet. But I was thinking, did she say this on her show or was this, you know, so I, I read the full transcript and what she was essentially saying was that it was a group effort. That, yes, Ronda was in the main event, but there were all the women who were there, too. And it put a spotlight on everybody. So just as much as Ronda helped them, they helped her. And this is where I say, you know, I, clickbait. You know, because people will look at it, they quote something, and they start going in on the title without going all the way through. So, you know, I saw that, and I just wanted to make a note of that. Let's talk night of champions night champions coming up this Sunday Sunday night um, On the kickoff show and you know some of you guys may be there in the Thunderdome. I was there for um, The last one payback. So it was cool. Don't plan to go but uh, Oscar will be defending the women's championship against Zelina Vega Uh, As much as I would love to see an upset folks I can't do it. I don't believe Zelina Vega is ready for Asuka. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't hate Zelina Vega as a wrestler, but I love her as a manager 20 times more. And I, don't, I hope they do not go away from this because she is so good at what she does. She is one of the best in the business right now that... I hope they don't omit this. So, yeah, she challenges for the championship. You know, it would be nice if she could walk away from it, from the match with the championship, but I don't think it's going to happen. So, officially on the books, Oscar wins. Going to the SmackDown Live Women's Championship, we're going to have Bailey take it on Nikki Cross. There's absolutely as my good NABJ brother, we call him Uncle Rob. Rob Parker would say, No way, no how that Nikki Cross wins this championship. I just don't believe it. I think Alexa Bliss gets involved. Sister Abigail is revealed for real and she takes Nikki Cross out. Uh, and then we go to the women's tag team championships as the Riot Squad. Taking on Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. So, we're finally going to see the reunion uh, for a championship match. The reunion of Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. I guess they're still the Riot squad. They should be still the Riot squad. Who knows? I'm predicted we get new champions. I don't think Nia Jax and um, Shayna Baszler. Can maintain a friendship long enough. Now, this will be seeming like the passing, the hopping, the skip of the titles. But to me, it would make more sense if the Riot Squad was champions. Considering they were together, they broke up. Let's get the titles back on them. So, I'm picking the Riot Squad. Then we have a controversy with the Intercontinental Championship. Jeff Hardy is the official champion. Sammy Zayn saying, look, I never lost the championship. He was obviously, for those who do not know, apparently. Oh, well, he was made to relinquish the title. Well, maybe he wasn't made to relinquish. But nonetheless, WWE took the championship off him because he was not participating at the height of COVID-19. So because of that, he's not champion. Well... AJ Styles was set to take on Jeff Hardy, but now Sami Zayn's in this match—a triple threat match for the championship. I'm predicting Jeff Hardy retains. Now, speaking of Jeff Hardy, there was—he uh, said that his theme song. No more words. Matter of fact, you know what? We're gonna play that because I've been—I've uh, <laughs> been playing some music on this show, so we—you know—we're we gonna play it, you know, and hopefully, um. You know, hopefully we don't get pop. We won't play the whole thing. Of course, we got, you know, a couple of ads and stuff. But this was one of the great theme music. You know, it takes me back to the night he won the WWE Championship. So, I would love to see him come out with this music. (laughs) You know, that would be amazing. Will he? Only time will tell. You know, only time will tell. But nonetheless, I think Jeff Hardy walks away with this championship. I could be wrong, but um, you know, like I said, this takes me back to the time when he'd be Edge and I was hedging Triple H for the WWE Championship. I, you know, I never thought he would be champion. I just didn't. But at that time, folks, Jeff Hardy was over. Everybody had those wristbands. Um, I mean, those you know, those sleeves. And I was working at Best Buy at the time. And this was around the time WWE uh, Raw vs. SmackDown 10 came out. I think that was the name of the game. Yeah, SmackDown vs. Raw 2010. And he had the... Um, you would get the sleeves if you, like, got a special edition of the game or something. So... But, yeah, I'm going with Jeff Hardy to win this one. Um, tag team championships on the line as Cesaro and Shinsuke will defend their championships against the Lucha House Party. Now, I know Sami Zayn has, like, been trying to be in with them, but not. But I think there will be a party. But I think uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke holds on to these and I, And these are two people that I just really wish we could get more out of i re, like I really wish that we would see more excuse me more singles runs from Shins- Shinsuke and Cesaro and when I say singles runs, I'm meaning them in the main event going after the WWE championship or the universal championship. but it is what it is they're going for the tag titles. I got them winning they're or they're going to retain. And then we got the WWE United States Championship as Lashley will defend his championship against Apollo Crews. Absolutely no way I see Lashley losing. The Hurt Business has a lot of momentum here, and I think it continues. I think they make sure Lashley walks in with the championship and he walks out with the championship. And then, who wants to smoke? Here we go with this match again. Here we go with this match again. I, you know what I I think I actually called this the night of champions. This is the clash of champions, folks. In okay, case so I said, I've been saying night of champions. But we got <laughs> the Street prophets taking on uh, Andrade and Angel Garza. So, it's two things that are going to happen. Not one. It's either two things. They're the winner of the titles, or they're breaking up. It's absolutely no way they don't win the titles, or it's no way they lose and still stay together. I just don't see it happening. So, but I'm going to predict they're going to win the championships. Uh, Street Profits have done a phenomenal job. I believe they've held the titles pretty much since around WrestleMania time. Um, But I think now that's kind of coming to an end we don't we get new tag team champions on Sunday. And then for the WWE championship, we have Drew McIntyre taking on The Viper, Randy Orton. I kind of feel this would be the main event, but then I kind of don't. Uh but I do think Drew McIntyre retains. Again, my last hit logic, McIntyre was taken out by Orton after retribution and which they don't deal with him, you know. So maybe if maybe Orton some nah, that can't be. It it wouldn't make it wouldn't make sense, but then again that would be WWE logic. Um but nonetheless, I see Randy Orton uh re, um losing Drew McIntyre retained perhaps somehow some way Keith Lee gets involved. And then, oh shoot. And then for the WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns defending the title against his cousin, Jay Uso. I don't think anybody. In a million years, if you would have asked us in 2018 or in 2017, do we think Jay Uso will be challenging for the Universal Championship? I don't think anybody would say yes, but it's going to happen. He's going to challenge Roman Reigns. This will be interesting, but I guess what? I'm predicting a squash match, so... I know for me, I'm going to be looking at the time. I really hope it's not a squash match, but I'm also waiting to see what happens on Friday on SmackDown. In the end, there's no way Roman's losing. I think I even saw somebody said if Jay Uso wins, they'll buy everybody a PlayStation 5. But no, nah, no way Jay Uso lose, wins this match. It's absolutely positively no way, no how. <laughs> but no, nah, I, I just don't see it, folks. Um as cool of a story that would be, as awesome it would be, you know, I, I just don't see it. It's no way he's going to become the universal champion. And it is what it is. Don't be so sad. Um, if you haven't done so, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Appreciate everybody coming in to check out this show. And then also, if you're on Facebook, go ahead and make sure you hit like on the page folks that will do it this week for break it down with brian h let me know your night of champion predictions it's been a tough week um you know especially being a black man in america did episode uncomfortable conversations on that we saw that the officers were not charged for the death of Breonna Taylor, and there comes a point in time where you say enough with the technicality bullshit. It's right or wrong. It's not right for officers to shoot and kill somebody without getting away with it. And there may be people who disagree with me. You know what? I got two words for you. <laughs> so, um, is justice is a miscarriage of justice? it's not fair and it's annoying. You know, you, you if you watch MMA, you saw a white guy by the name of Kobe Covington sitting up there trolling everybody who are protesters who just want justice and just basically got on his knees without, you know, literally figuratively, not literally, but got on his knees and kissed Donald Trump's behind talking about how great he was. And we know that's not the case. And we know we talk a lot about WWE on here. And the McMahons are friends with Trump. And they was at the White House. They voted for him. And he was, you know, Linda McMahon is a part of his cabinet. Or maybe she still is. Who knows? People get fired from there all the time. But there comes a point in time where you got to look at humanity. You got to say what's right. It's not about your pockets, money this, money that. Guys, look, I could walk outside right now, drive around town, minding my business, and then all of a sudden, a cop who's bored decides to pull me over and arrest me and yell, scream, kick, punch. There's nothing I can do about it. And then the first thing some of you people will do, well, you go through my Facebook and you'll pull up pictures of, not me in church, not me at work, not me in school. Pictures of me sitting outside, hanging with my friends, my family, and then y'all will continue to judge. Not everybody. So, it's been a emotional week, and I have to say, podcasting can be very therapeutic. But there was no way I was not going to talk about this few months ago, I said, you I know, mean, I was using my platform, and that's what I did, and I, I don't want to hear, I, I i really don't, I, I don't want to hear laws and technicalities, and I, we're sick of the shit, <laughs> this is bottom line, we're sick of that bullshit, I'm just not going to hold back, fuck all that shit, for real, because we're sick of it, we're sick of hearing, you know, well, really, when the boyfriend shot at the cops, then they had a right to shoot back. Well, when you walk on, you go in somebody's house, you know, and you just start shooting and you hit somebody. Somebody should pay. So, again, bill of rights. I've heard uh, Rochelle Ricci say this on Tori Smith's podcast. Bill of rights. Change the bill of rights. We as citizens need to stop paying for police officers fuck ups. It's just that simple. We citizens need to stop paying for their fuck-ups. When they mess up, they should have to pay for it, not our tax dollars. What does this have to do with wrestling? Well, guess what? Your money makers of the past few weeks have been people of color. Your biggest money makers in WWE. Roman Reigns, Sasha Banks, Bayley, Usos. Yes, I'm including people of Mexican heritage. People of color. Um. You know. For the longest time in the new day. Word on the street. Guess what folks. One of the greatest people to ever do it. The Rock. He's half black. Half Samoan. Either way. He's a person of color. He's not white. So. And we see in professional wrestling. White wrestlers get more chances. You know. So Vince McMahon. That's why. He needs to look like. This way I have him looking in this because right now he just has a whole lot of egg on his face and a whole lot of makeup. So yeah, he, he's lost a step. Um But you know, if, if my friend was, uh let's just say, let's put this in perspective here, right? So if I had a friend who was a statutory, a serial statutory rapist, am I supposed to say, but he's my friend, I supposed to continue to make excuses for him? No, Mr. Man constantly seems like he constantly will. is one of those people I could be wrong. Him and guess what? Tony Khan ain't the ain't um excuse because his daddy voted and helped Trump too. So both of them in wrestling, and I guess they do from UFC. So it's like when you really look at this whole situation, Jerry Jones, another one, and I'm not a Cowboys fan, but you look at these people. So, y'all really going to support this buffoon for another opportunity? Y'all really going to support him again? So, and, and yeah, it's easy to say, well, guess what? I ain't going to watch WWE. Oh, I ain't going to watch AEW. I ain't going to watch wrestling. People can say that. It, 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 look. <laughs> no matter which way you look at it, Vince man, and all of them, they kind of own wrestling. You may say they don't, but they do. So, that really don't help. You know, you could not spend your money on it. You know, I mean, granted, we ain't going to shows, you know, but you could do that. But I, I'm not going to sit up there. You know, it's confusion. It is. It's um, kind of like, so what do you do? Because it's something you enjoy, even though it's owned by crappy people or people who support crappy people. You know, it's like <laughs> you may like Chick-fil-A. It's like, dang, man, but the owner got his views this way. So, that's where I'm at. It's been a long week. Check on your friends, your black friends. We are not okay. Um, Like I said, we're sick of it. Uh, We are not in the mood for none of these bullshit memes. uh, These bullshit trolls. We're not in the mood for it. We're not in the mood for people telling us, get over it. Because guess what? You got people who are still racist in this fucking country. So... That will do it for this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. For those out there, hope you come again. But you know what? If you don't and you got something to say, you say I'm crazy. And you say, I'm not watching the show no more because he wants people to be all treated with liberty and justice for all. That's your problem. Don't need you back anyway. Till the next time, folks. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.